Welcome to the Happy Executive Woman's Podcast, where women just like you learn how to navigate your work, home, and love lives with confidence and calm, all while being in command of your emotions. Here's your host, Coach Anita Charlo. As an executive woman, giving ourselves permission to ask for what we want is so important. And since I like to practice what I preach, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you could head on over to iTunes or wherever you're listening from and leave a review and a rating, I would really appreciate it. It helps so much. And if you know of another amazing woman that could benefit from these topics, please be sure to forward this podcast to her. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Executive Woman podcast. I am your host, Anita Charlo, and today is another candid conversation with a phenomenal woman. Her name is Ashley Smith. Now, let me tell you, you guys know how this goes, right? We can start the conversation. I think we're going to go for, you know, a, a certain amount of time, but once the conversation gets flowing, we just keep going. So I'm going to try to keep it under an hour today. I'm getting better at this, maybe, possibly. But anyway, I know that you guys give me grace. And I'm sure, and from all the feedback that I've been getting about the podcast, the guests that are coming on and conversations, they're like, it's just like two girlfriends sitting in the room chatting. So that's exactly what this is going to be about here. So to give you a bit of the background, Ashley and I were connected by Alicia. And Alicia Houston was another phenomenal woman that was on the podcast a couple of um, months ago. And you know how that conversation went, laughing and talking. And so we could have actually just pressed the record button the last time when we had our conversation and the podcast would have been done. But we wanted to hang out again. And now we're here sharing with you today. So welcome so much, Ashley. I'm so happy to see you. I feel like we need like a walk-in song after that intro. Like, <laughs> na, 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 yes. na, na, thunder. <laughs> okay, so right. we, you, you speak so much truth to that, Anita, because, you know, it's funny, you gave me this like pre-form to fill out and I left it mostly blank. And so I could, I could see your face when we had this conversation, like, who is this cat? What are we going to talk about? <laughs> and within like five minutes, we were both leaned in nose to nose in the camera and this conversation just unraveled in such a way that we were like long lost friends right absolutely yes you know that that's just how that's just how it happens and when I saw your normally you know I get the the intro through the website where people send um they put contact you know and that they want to be on the podcast and we go through this whole process but when I saw that your name came in and I saw who sent you I was like oh this is gonna be good you know, oh. so we, we'll just figure it out. <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. So Ashley, before we get into, um, well, we'll put it this way. Let's start today's podcast by sharing your story. And I know we're going to just hit them upside the forehead right out the gate. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is what you shared with me. And I was like, oh yeah, this is the first thing we're going to talk about because I'm sure it's going to lead into how and why you decided to create imperfectly. Let's talk about how you got fired. Nothing builds resistance or resilience, I should say, not resistance, resilience, like being fired, not mm -hmm. only fired once, mm -hmm. fired twice. Mm 
Right. Mm. Share that story with us, honey. Let's just, let's just open up the gates big. <laughs> yes. <right? laughs> yes. So I have a lengthy career in medical device sales and medical device sales is a numbers game. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you are, what you are. At the end of the day, you were a number. And if you don't deliver upon your numbers, you're out. Mm-hmm. So I was a part of this organization and just doing my job like any girl should. I'm a hustler. I needed to make a number. I've got three kids. I got to provide for. So I got to make ends meet and I got to meet that number. And I met this, it was in dental implant cells. I met this dentist and he had this robot that could scan my implant and all the Mm -hmm. fancy equipment that no other dentist did. And so I had to go talk to his lab guy and tell him that, Hey, I know you don't have the software to process this, but I've got a lab guy down in Savannah. I could give it a whirl and try it out. And if you don't mind, let's give it a try. And if the doctor likes it, then we can sell you some software and you can get it too and do it. Yeah. I was really excited about doing my job because I had nailed, I had found the man who could make, help me make my number. Yeah. A week goes by and a phone rings and it's the lab guy that I was talking to who didn't have the software. And he is a very well-known lab guy in the region I was working in. Yeah. And he said, is this Ashley? And I said, yes, sir, it is. And he said, I don't know who you think you are coming in and telling me <sighs> that I am going, you're going to take my business elsewhere. But if you think you can fuck with me, I will fuck you up more than you will ever know. And he hung up. Wow. And I have never been, I don't use that swear word. I don't, yeah. but that's what his words were to me that yeah. day. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what, like, what just happened? Yeah. And let me tell you, friend, he unraveled such chaos in my life, turned every single person against me. It was a very good old wow. boy system yes. working mm-hmm. against me. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting fired because I could not produce a number. He turned everybody against me. It wow. was awful. I was so, I'm one of those people, Enneagram seven, I'm a, a people pleaser. I want everybody mm-hmm. to love me and I yes. want to love everybody too. And when that doesn't happen, oh, my feelings were hurt really bad. Yeah. But little did I know with every, with every hardship you face, God is molding and making you into the person you're meant to become. Mm-hmm. And he was like, beloved, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Onward we go. So I find another medical device company and I'm in the OR this time doing surgeries and all that good stuff. This company, this particular company did not provide uh, um, what do you mean, maternity leave. Okay. They, did not, they, didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't offer maternity leave, which is funny this day and age for a billion dollar organization, yeah. especially when your, your goal is to take care of patients, but yet they don't take care of their own. Right. So, well, no, no yeah. worries. I am mm-hmm. a hustler. I'm going to make yeah. money. So it's fine. I don't need your maternity package. I know exactly how long I can take off because I know exactly how much I earn. Right. And again, top salesperson. Yeah. Again, I was rookie of the year in the company that I got fired from. Wow. It turned, turned against Mm -hmm. me. That's okay. I know I'm a hustler. I know I can make my number in this company. I'm having my third child um, at this point. And I know that I can afford to take off eight weeks based on the bonus and commission that I earned. And I hustled sister. I hustled yeah. to make this amount so I could take eight weeks off to be with my last baby. Well, the company says, I'm sorry, but you didn't, you didn't submit your information into yeah. the computer properly. So we're withholding your paycheck until you get back from maternity leave. And I was like, what? You're doing what? Like what, what, what's not input to the computer, right? Well, you didn't do it though in the format that we like. And I'm like, well, 
manager, can you please make sure that that's taken care of on the back end? Yeah. Because I'm on maternity leave. You know how much I've earned. It's right. Very much legit. Right. I earned this money. Can yeah. you please make that? No, 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 no. We can't do that. They, they lock you out of the computer because, you know, having a baby right. is through vacation. A lot of yeah. <laughs> and I'm so sorry, but I raised holy hell when I got back. Yeah. I was that person that was like, listen, if you want to keep childbearing, hardworking, yeah. you know, producing women within this organization, then you needed a maternity package. You need to yeah. take care of yours if you want us to take care of others. Right. They didn't like that. You know, feedback is my, come, come bring me feedback. Are we are, my door right. is always open. Yeah. And when you bring the feedback, it's like, well, bam. Yes. My door is closed. I don't like that feedback. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I got fired again. And then I found wow. myself in probably the lowest of my lows. Here I was yeah. a hardworking person who delivered what I was supposed to deliver, but yet I'm going to work on getting government funding because I cannot find employment, right. steady employment. Yeah. And that was probably the lowest of the low in my life. And I, I was struggling so hard with this, but I will tell you, Anita, the one thing about medical device that is really good is that they force you to do personal and pro professional development. And while mm -hmm. I was in there, I took a course called own the room, which is mm -hmm. a communications organization that helps you to have a more memorable presence mm -hmm. and helps you to learn how to engage the audience. And when I took that course, I was like, wow, that's really cool. I really yeah. love what you guys do. I want to do that one day. I want to do that. And they didn't have any openings when we were living in South Carolina. So when we uh, decided to move to Seattle, Washington, I reached back out and I was like, hey, I'm in Seattle now. You guys yeah. have any positions at Own the Room within Seattle? And they were like, actually, we do. So I Wow, look at that. I, I pivoted and sent in my video and they hired me, which gave me the experience to train lead executives from mm -hmm. large organizations like LinkedIn, Facebook, Microsoft, mm -hmm. Google, Delta Airlines, several more. But I got to experience what it means to give somebody the gift of effective communication. Yes. And that was at the point in life where I was like, I'm onto something here. I really like doing this. Yes, yes. Oh, girl. So let's go back a bit. Right. Okay. When you were on maternity leave and mm -hmm. you entered your time and they bullshitted you out of your time. Right. Mm -hmm. How soon did you have to go back then? Because you couldn't be off the eight weeks. So how long were you off for maternity leave? It was about five and a half weeks that I had to go back. Wow. Five and a half. Yep. Goodness, even even the military gives you six weeks off, right? But no, you had to. That I was to so back. wrong. Was was there any way that you could have like like sued the company for something is, like that? Or this what? is this is exactly how society can make you feel so small when you're working against a, a billion dollar company. Yeah, you're financially strapped because you need the money that you're owed. Right, that you're supposed to be paid. Right. How are you going to afford to find an attorney to battle and, and right. pay them? And a lot of a lot of times people are not sitting here trying to make notes to 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 file against right. it. It's right here. It's all in your head. Right. Yeah. But you're like, you know, I, I I would love to have a voice in this scenario, but what good is my small voice against a yeah. monster of an organization? Right. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just so it's just so disheartening. And it's not like the companies have come a long way, but they're still not 
where like Europe is, right? In right. terms of, you know, really looking out for the family and supporting the family when, and, you know, telling you to take more time because you need to be there with your family. One of the things that I find that I was really excited about um, was when they started giving paternity leave, right? Mm -hmm. And not just for three days, right? It's not, mom just doesn't need you at home to help her get home from the hospital. She needs help once the baby comes home. And I think that's great, not just for the mom, but also for the father, because he now has that early bonding time, right? He gets to participate in that. So I'm so sorry that you had to go through with that. But I know that I can just hear, and I knew it, I could tell in your energy when we met the first time that you were like, okay, that happened, but I'm going to fix it. I'm going to figure out what to do with it. And then you go on and you get a job at the company and now you're training. Once you're there, how long do you stay there? And what was the catalyst for you leading? I'm still there. I'm still You're still the, there. I am still with this organization, Own the Room. It's a 1099 organization. Yeah. And I love what I get to deliver working with them. Plus a network and meet a lot of wonderful yes. people. I've had to reel in the amount of offerings I can accept because I'm wearing two hats right now. Yes. But I still really love the connections that they have and the, the opportunities it's afforded me. So yeah. I've been there since 2017, took a okay. two-year hiatus during the pandemic because they were mm-hmm. not delivering in-person trainings, but they were doing more online trainings. Yeah. And there were four things that I really noticed with working within this organization. So it gave me a stepping stone to pivot and create something that I always dreamed about, which is yes. owning my own business and crafting that. So the four things I noticed, number one, what we delivered is pure magic. Giving mm-hmm. somebody the gift of effectively communicating is is it's like a it's a, like a magic drug, and when you can have that magic drug and give it to other people on a regular basis, yes. it gives them so much joy and and happiness. Yes. But we had we had a four year wait list at LinkedIn to take oh, wow. what we had. That's how good it was. Yeah. However, it's extremely expensive. Yes. Learning the learning and de- development budgets of these large corporations seems like it's endless, and they invest a lot in their employees because they can, which is great. Right. But. I wanted everybody to have access to this. Yeah. When you can when, when you can use your voice, imagine what, what I could have done if I could use my voice effectively and say, this was not right. This is right. not right. right. And for future people coming up in, in, in the childbearing era, they need to be taken care of. Yes. But I didn't have a voice then and I didn't know how to use it effectively. Yeah. So I wanted everybody to have that sort of magic. Number mm-hmm. two, we offered one-on-one trainings for these uh, individuals at these major companies. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of 10, I would be talking with a female coming mm-hmm. to me to learn. I just, I don't have the confidence to speak up in front of my colleagues. I just don't feel like what I have to say is, is relevant or as important. And I just, mm-hmm. I get super nervous when I have all eyes on me. And when you lift up the hood of those emotions, it's tied to something so much deeper than I don't feel comfortable speaking in front of my colleagues. Right. It's tied to a deeper feeling of, I just don't feel good enough. And mm. when you get to the root of that and really mm-hmm. understand where that's coming from, yes, that's, that's the part that I want to understand. That's the part that I want to see women really open up and blossom. Yes. And if you get to the root of that feeling, oh, there's a lot of there to unpack. A lot. Yes. I so agree with you. And this is, this is perfect for, you know, the, the women that listen to this podcast, because of course it's all about 
being the happy executive woman. Mm -hmm. And what woman do you know that can be truly happy if she doesn't feel seen, if she doesn't feel heard, right? If she's been asking for things and it just continues to, she's disappointed over and over again, you know? And we're talking right now, we're talking about like the training that you're doing, but this is even in life and in relationships, right? You women don't realize that they have a voice in their relationships all depends on where they, you know, you look at their background. There's when you start talking to them, when I start coaching them, there are things that come up from their past, either from their childhood or from previous relationships, where at some point along the way, they learned that either their voice was not valuable enough Mm -hmm. or that if they use their voice, that no one was going to listen to them anyway. And so they stopped. And Mm -hmm. so to walk them through that, to help them heal through that, and then to see them blossom is like the most amazing thing. And so I can only imagine working at a company, not just uh, having your own, but working at a company that taught you these skills, that truly believed in these things, that then allowed you to create um, something that you've always wanted to do. And all of this, if all of this grew out of your, the fact that you got fired twice and yeah. you didn't feel like you had a voice. And so it's like, you know, I didn't feel like I had a voice. Now I want to make sure that other women have their voice. This is amazing. I absolutely love this. Like we were basically virtually high-fiving the first time we talked and now I'm yes. getting more excited even talking about it again. Yeah, we're going to talk more about this. I'm going to finish the four things because I yeah. want people to know where their purpose lies. Where does yeah. it lie? And I'll tell you tell you a little bit more about that. We'll, we'll uncover that in a second. But as we were talking about, we've covered two things that I discovered and own the room. And number three was that we train for one day. We pack a bunch of like goodness in one day. It was yeah. so good. Like you leave on this high, you're like, oh yes, I know how to yeah. engage my audience. I'm going to change up my meetings. It's going to be great from here on out. And everybody's right. super excited. And then tomorrow comes and it's like, we slip back into right. the, back to reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just read this statistic. Only 12% of employees apply new skills learned in L&D programs. Only 12%. So, and then, and listen to this, listen to this. $359 billion were spent globally on training. An L&D program, $359 billion, and only 12% is actually implemented after learning that. So what kind of investment are we making here? Right. Okay. We're checking a box. Yes. We're checking a box because Mm -hmm. we're supposed to do this. We're supposed to have all this money and we're supposed Mm -hmm. to invest in our employees. So we're going to do this, Mm -hmm. but there's no implementation and no accountability afterwards. That's another trend that I noticed. And last but not least, most of these cities that I'm going to, to, to coach in these major organizations mm-hmm. are struggling with a homeless, homeless crisis. Mm. So here, these organizations are looking to create a new widget to cr- get us together virtually faster or to get us into outer space or to create this 3D world. Right. But yet the problem that we're looking at is right outside their window, yeah. right outside their window. And if I had to put my finger on what that problem is, it's not a homelessness problem. It's not a mental health problem. It's an accountability problem, mm-hmm. both internally and externally. Mm-hmm. We have billions of dollars invested in, in a couple of a handful of people that get mm-hmm. the, the privilege of working there. Yeah. There's no implementation or accountability. 
and the same thing, we're throwing money at problems with homelessness. We're, we think there's not enough housing, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But who's holding these people accountable mm-hmm. to making better decisions for themselves? Nobody. Yeah. So with those four things in mind, I was like, I have got to create a solution for a problem that I hear people complain about all the time. If the lettuce in your garden doesn't grow, do you blame the lettuce for not growing? No, no, absolutely no. not. You, you look at, well, what nurturing does it need? Does it need more sunlight? Does it need more water? Does it mm-hmm. need better soil? You don't say you stupid lettuce. Why are you not right. growing? Right. <laughs> you look at different True. ways to hold them accountable. So mm-hmm. here we are. I, I'm like, I've got to create a nonprofit to make communication more effective and mm-hmm. more powerful. Give people a voice, learning and development. And I want to nurture women in particular because I am a woman. And I can relate to the struggles that they feel when they don't have a voice or when they don't feel good enough or strong enough or brave enough. Mm -hmm. I want to give them a a foundation of what it means to be Mm self-confident. And then I want to, I want to blend where this gap is. I want, I want to focus both internally in major organizations for people who want to try, try to climb that corporate ladder. There Mm -hmm. needs to be more women at the leadership table. There is Mm -hmm. just not enough. I think it's, we were at 5% of CEOs, there are 5% of CEOs that are female in Fortune 500 companies, mm-hmm. which is down slightly from an all-time high of 6% in 2017. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we need to have more women at the leadership table and they need to mm-hmm. feel confident in us to be an effective leader. Right. But we need, we need to solve a problem with this homeless crisis that we're experiencing and we need to give these women a chance too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what if we train internally at these organizations, but we don't partner for a day. We partner for three, six, nine, 12 months out of the year to develop a strong leader with mm-hmm. the number one key component every leader should have. And that is empathy. Mm. We will take these women and mm-hmm. we will take them outside into their local shelters to mm-hmm. bring women up together, not to tell them what to do and how to be a good leader, right. but to share stories of mistakes we've made Mm-hmm. that have turned, they, they were obstacles at one point in our life, but they've turned into opportunities. Mm-hmm. And when we share need to need with what that looks like, that's mm-hmm. where we build a foundation of trust and empathy. And then from there, we can give skills, advice, right? maybe a job to somebody yeah, absolutely. That, that we believe now is wanting mm-hmm. to do better. And so that is how imperfectly the nonprofit became mm-hmm. and breathed life into it. And it's something I'm so extremely passionate about and super excited to share with the world. Yes, that is amazing. So tell me when the women that you work with go out into their communities and they go into the shelters, what is it like for them? Like walking in the door, what were they expecting? Walking out of the door, you know, how have they changed at the end of their time working with you? You know who it's more rewarding for? Are the women in corporate. You, you go in there with a corporate mindset. Oh, I'm going to teach these women so much. Right. I'm going to teach them so much. Mm-hmm. You come out a different woman. I will tell you, I told you, I want everybody to know where their purpose lies. Mm-hmm. And what I tell everybody when I speak with them, your greatest purpose or calling in life falls somewhere between your greatest joy and your greatest pain. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in between there, there is a calling for you and only your gifts are going to be able to fulfill that calling. Mm -hmm. For me, 
I remember being a freshman in college and I was going to do what I did best shop for a new dress for a, a social event that I had to go to. And I got stuck uh-huh. behind a, a school bus, it was mm-hmm. September, early September. Mm-hmm. And there was a little girl in a pink wheelchair getting lowered down to the ground. And mm-hmm. she had a balloon on her wheelchair mm-hmm. and her parents were out there and they were clapping. It, it, it looked to, to be maybe her first day of school mm-hmm. and they were all excited and she was excited and kind of bouncing around in her chair. And then I watched as her father tried to carry her wheelchair up the couple of steps that they had to their small, tiny little home. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I was like, you know, that little girl's only going to grow mm-hmm. and, and she's going to get bigger. And, and those stairs are only going to become more troublesome trying to get her up and down the, the stairs. But I went about my way, went and got mm-hmm. my dress. And two weeks later, I was sitting in church. And that Sunday, I was like, Mama, I got to go back downtown and it's a different part of town that than, mm-hmm. than where I grew up. But I was like, I got to go back down there. And she was like, well, you're not going to go by yourself. I'm going to come with you. Mm-hmm. And so I knocked on the door and this lovely woman comes to the door and she was like, looking at me, like, you lost? Yeah. And right. I was like, um, no, ma'am, I don't think I am. I was like, do you have a, a, a beautiful young lady in a pink wheelchair? And she said, yes, ma'am, that's my daughter. And I was like, I saw her the other day. It looked like it was her first day of school. And I saw maybe it was your partner, maybe trying to lift her mm-hmm. up the stairs. She said, yeah, that's my husband. And I said, well, I just was wondering, would it, would you, would it be helpful to have a wheelchair ramp built for you guys? Mm-hmm. And she fell to the floor and hit her knees and just threw her hands up in the air. She said, Lord Jesus, we've been praying for this. Aww. And you were such a huge answer to a prayer that we've been praying for for so long. We haven't been able to afford it. And my husband's back is oh, out wow. and, and this. And girl, that was a moment in my life. I get chills. (laughs) Where it was the greatest joy because that family could do nothing but give me gratitude in return. Right. Yeah. And when somebody gets to experience sitting with a woman who's struggled Mm -hmm. and share their same struggles, they're same but different. Yes. They lift them up because they feel heard. That's where where empathy is, is. Is developed. And when you can empathize with a woman and feel it and grow together, mm-hmm. talk about employee retention, talk about an internal joy that you're like, I want to show up for work every day mm-hmm. because this is what it means to lead with integrity. This yes. is what it means to, to rise together. And this is what it means to be a follower of our Lord and Savior who gives and breathes life into us every single day. Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah. you, I was, I'm sitting over here. I, I got chills as, as you told that story, you know, it just being a freshman in college and seeing this and just having the heart to go back and then to make this happen for this family speaks volumes to who you are as an individual and your spirit. And just learning about that story doesn't surprise me that you ended up creating this nonprofit. Because it is definitely needed. There are so many women in corporate that have taken on the corporate persona, right? I have to, I have to be tough in order to move up the ranks. I have to um, squash my emotions or my empathy because I have to get things done. Now there is a time and place for that, but there is also I believe that what you're doing is what I think is so important. 
which is teaching women how to balance the two, right? You can be a very effective leader, but you can also be an effective leader that is that is a great mentor, coach, support system for the women that you manage or you're over and also the women that you're at the same level with. And it is possible to do both of those things. A hundred percent. So this 100%. is, love it. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So tell me a little bit more, like, I'm so excited about just about connecting with you and learning about all that you're doing, hearing your story. And then as we talk about you working with companies on a three, six, nine, 12 month basis, how are you providing or do you provide this level of support or some level of support for individual women who are possibly not a part of the companies that you're working with or partnering with? That's a great question. Yes. So we have a virtual meetup every Friday, and this Mm -hmm. is a free space for any woman 18 or older to come to the table and practice what it means to be self-confident, self-confident. I believe that self-confidence lives within Mm -hmm. all of us. Everybody is Mm self-confident. Now, to what extreme that looks like varies. Depends Mm -hmm. on how much you practice that skill set to develop it and to make it stronger and to Mm -hmm. feel self-confident within yourself and your, your abilities that takes practice. Mm-hmm. And so every week we meet from 9am to 10am Pacific time in what's called our shine on spotlight. Mm-hmm. And the first 30 minutes, I have a woman share her journey of how she's overcome a life or business obstacle and turned mm-hmm. it into an opportunity. The last 30 minutes is reserved to make sure every single woman's voice on that platform is heard. Now you might ask me, well, Ashley, if you have a hundred people on there, how does every woman's voice get heard? Then we we put everybody in breakout rooms Mm. and you you listen to each woman's voice be heard. No matter Mm -hmm. what, every woman will speak. We ask the same three questions every single week, Mm -hmm. but we must keep three C's in mind. The three C's are speak with clarity, Mm -hmm. speak with conciseness Mm -hmm. and speak with confidence. I want every woman to be very confident and asking for what she needs and what mm-hmm. she deserves. I mean, Anita, how many, how many times have you heard of a woman beat around the bush to ask mm-hmm. for help or to ask for like, I, you know, I could, I, I really right. need a little help because I'm mm-hmm. getting ready to move, but you know, I just don't want to burden anybody. Right. I mean, it's just like, ask, yes. ask for what you, the, the worst thing somebody can say is no. Right. That's okay. That's an acceptable answer. Yeah. But no, nobody is like, yeah, hey, I'm moving. You want to come help? Mm-hmm. And that it needs to be as clear and concise as that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's asking for a raise, asking for a new title within a corporate position, or just simply asking for help, period. Yes. It needs to be done with confidence. Mm-hmm. So we ask those the, um, three, with keeping three C's in mind, the three questions are, what is working well for you in life or business? Mm-hmm. Number two, Where's an area of opportunity you have to grow in life or business? And number three, what immediate ask do you have of this community right now that will propel you forward in life or business? Mm-hmm. And we try to keep it in two minutes per person. And if you don't ask or answer those questions, keeping the three C's in mind, I'm going to kindly ask you to do it, to do it again, mm-hmm. because I want you to get very clear, very concise. Many times women are thinking, processing out loud 
mm-hmm. and therefore their their answer gets lost somewhere in the 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 muddle of it all. Right, mm-hmm. and that's completely common. But instead of like trying to work your way down a rabbit hole, mm-hmm. I want you to sit there and pause, mm-hmm. collect your thoughts, mm-hmm. speak clearly, speak concisely, and speak with confidence. Mm-hmm. And that's a practice we do every single week. That's free. It's free every yeah. single Friday. Wow. That is amazing. And, and for the listeners, do know that we're going to have all of the links to where you can connect with Ashley and um, how you can uh, participate in the um, Shine On Spotlight yep. on Fridays. And it, trust me, you, I will be attending my first one next Friday. I'm excited. I can't wait to be a fly on the wall and just hear, you know, the women work through this. And this is such a safe space, right? It's such a safe space. And, and women really struggle with this. You know, you mentioned the hemming and the hawing is what I call it. Mm-hmm. And then you have the women who are constantly saying, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I, I'm sorry. It's like, for what, right? Don't apologize for speaking your truth. Don't right. ap- apologize for, for having to ask for something. Right. Mm -hmm. And then also never assume that the other person should know what you want, whether that is in business or in relationships. You have to be clear. Right. You have to be concise and you have to speak with confidence because the moment you waver, it leaves room for other people to either wiggle out of it or to um, make you feel or put you in a position where you feel like it's just not worth asking or I just, you know what, I just don't want to bother you. It's like, no. It is so funny how people are, I think people fear the answer of being no, Mm -hmm. or they feel as if I ask something that I owe them something in return. Mm -hmm. Or the last one, I feel burdensome. I feel like I'm placing a burden on them. Those are the three things that Mm -hmm. make people reluctant to ask for something. Mm -hmm. If you ask a hundred people, how they feel when they can help somebody out. I would say almost all of them say, I love helping people. It makes me feel good inside. Yeah. But yet we still hold those three lies yeah. in our heads and which just prevent us from asking for help at all. Oh my goodness. What about the women who will not ask for help, but will give all day long? They like being the person to give to people, but they don't want to ask anybody for help for themselves. And that leads to overwhelm, right? That leads to burnout. Sometimes that'll lead to depression. So Mm -hmm. you have to learn how to ask the questions. You have to learn how to ask for help. And sometimes tie a dollar value to that as well. So many people, Mm -hmm. women, we we give away our work. We give Mm -hmm. away our gifts. Give, 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 give away everything until at the end of the day, that, that emptiness, really Mm -hmm. draws up like I have nothing to show for what I've done. It's okay to tie a dollar value to your worth Mm -hmm. and ask, say, do you mind if I get paid for doing this service? Mm -hmm. I really am trying to work towards that. And I would like to create a business out of this. Yeah. Again, if you are good at what you do, people will pay millions. Yes. Yes. To receive your gift. Yes. And then there are those, you are going to come across those individuals who will who will happily receive your gifts for free. But when you ask for them to pay, or maybe you raise your prices because you recognize your worth, they are just not willing to pay that price. And you know what? That's okay too. 
that's totally okay too. So getting comfortable and with yourself, one self-confidence, like you said, knowing who you are, knowing your value, knowing what you bring to the table and being okay with people saying no and recognize that people are not saying no to you. They're saying no to the offer or they're saying no to the ask, not you individually. So learning how to separate those two is a great thing too. So let's take a minute, Ashley, and share um, share with our listeners your website imperfectly. And what they can find on the website and the the events that you host and the products that you serve and all that good stuff. What can they awesome. find there? Imperfectly is our mission. Imperfectly helps women let go of the societal standard of perfection, move past fear, and gain access to her most powerful tool, her voice. Our staple program that we offer is called Shine on Sister. It's a four hour long event. It can be done both in person or virtually. I really prefer to do it in person. Yeah. I love, I love people. And I love, I love the the feeling and the environment of when Mm -hmm. people are there breathing the same air, Mm -hmm. but it really focuses on building that foundation of self-confidence and what holds Mm -hmm. you back from taking those next steps out into the land of Oz. I call it Mm -hmm. the land of Oz because that's outside of your zone, outside of your comfort zone. And that's where magic happens when you're able to step into that land of Oz. Mm-hmm. And so if you think of like a rubber band, our programs stretch you like a rubber band. Mm-hmm. So imagine I've got a rubber band here and I'm just stretching, stretching, stretching. Yeah. I stretch a rubber band as far as I can multiple times. Will it retract back to its same form? No, no, it mm-hmm. won't. That is my goal during every Every event I do is to stretch you so far, make it so uncomfortable and awkward that when you leave, you don't retract back to your natural form. You just mm-hmm. take a little bit. You, you grew, you expanded just right. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Instead of 12%, you maybe took 50% yeah. of those skills and you start implementing them and learning from them. And I have a space for you to come every Friday to hold you accountable to practicing mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. and learning. And then we, if you're really willing and you want to join me, I'm always looking for volunteers to go out into these shelters that we've partnered with mm-hmm. to experience what it means to lead with empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, but our shine on sister, we, we have a dance party up front, yeah. an hour long dance party, because I want to prepare you physically and mentally for what's to come throughout the day. Yeah. But it's hard. It is hard. Those cute little side to side movements that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, Anita, those are cute. I like them. Now I want you to make them 10 times bigger. I want you to scrub the floor with your ass. I want you to get down low. <laughs> I want you to wobble baby, wobble baby. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it's because when we speak as communicators, when we're nervous, mm-hmm. we, we, we are small, mm-hmm. we are very small and our feet grow roots and we stay planted in one spot. Mm-hmm. But if we're dancing around and I'm asking you to do 10 times bigger movements, yeah. you're getting comfortable with, with taking up space, both with your body oh, and your mind. Right. It, it's, it's almost a game that we play, but there's no libations to get you mm-hmm. warm on the dance floor. It's eight o'clock in the morning and yeah. we're getting group. We're getting groovy early. Right. We do that. We play uh, the next one is called hire me and it's mm-hmm. spelled H I G H E R me, but it's, really about playing a game h-i-r-e me men are so good at if you're in an interview and you're only 70 percent qualified mm-hmm. they are like oh yeah I could, uh-huh I can do that and yeah right. mm-hmm, sign me up I got it yes. women are like you know I really don't have the, that skill set so I'd, I'd be reluctant to speak up on that mm-hmm. 
So we play a game called I haven't, but I have, and we, mm-hmm. and we, we switch it up and we get very confident in talking about skills that might be similar. So we can land a position that we might not be a hundred percent credentialed for, mm-hmm. but we can do it. We can take on that task and we can yeah. do it with confidence. We talk about the five different imposters and we play in Hollywood imposter syndrome where you actually act it out. Mm-hmm. We guess what kind of imposter is, is taking, taking um, a seat at that, that um, act. Mm-hmm. And then we do a little love letter writing. And then mm-hmm. we close out with storytelling and the powerful ways in which a story can unravel. We talk about mm-hmm. that. Wow. This is one day. That is one day. That is, that is our, our, flagship, I guess, program, you should say, and that's called Shine On Sister. Yeah, Yeah. it is extremely powerful, but that lays the foundation. Mm -hmm. And we do those both in corporate organizations, and we do them outside in the shelters as well. And every now and again, I will offer one free to the community. And it's just a donation space. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at the I look through this in the website. And it's just the pictures, right? You can see just the energy in the room and then you see the focus and I'm assuming this yeah. is a love letter writing section oh, and this looks like like a bunch of fun oh my goodness that is amazing that sounds like to to walk into the space and to start the day with a groove session right and then I love when you said you're teaching the women not only to take up space with their bodies but also with their minds. It's like, wow, that is powerful right there. And you're kicking the day off like that, right? There, yeah. there are no libations. So you can't blame it on the alcohol. Nope. You know? Can't blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. <laughs> right. So yep. it's, so you're starting the day, just raising the vibration of all about energy. So as you're raising that vibration and then you're, you're just taking them deeper and deeper into themselves throughout mm-hmm. the day and then you're ending, I can't imagine, well, I can only imagine how many tears are shed. Oh gosh. It is a big tear fest. It is, it is just like a a layer is shed. Yes. And you walk, you walk out expanded in so Mm -hmm. many different ways. And it's, it's such a beautiful feeling when you just spend time on yourself. Yes. And nurture the needs that your heart's been longing for, because this is the hardest sell, Anita. Like when I, when I try to get people to come to this time, I don't have time. I don't have time. How many women say they don't have time for themselves? Yeah. So many. I don't have time. I just don't have time for that. My kids need me this. My husband needs me that girl. One day. Right. It's a one (laughs) day out of 365 where you can invest in yourself and your, your heart callings and everything. And when you come back, your husband will be so grateful for that yes. moment that you've just spent time nurturing your mm-hmm. needs for mm-hmm. once. You are yes. so, girlfriends, you are so deserving of that time. Yes. You are so deserving and worthy. Tell them, tell them. I want you guys to hear that again. Did you hear what, what Ashley said? That, say it out loud. I am worthy. Yes. I am worthy. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh my goodness, Ashley, I am so, so excited for our listeners to get to, to hear this. And if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're coming um, towards the end, you happen to find your way here. I really want you 
to look at the links in the show notes. I'm going to share with you um, the, the website address is the letter M perfectly. So it's mperfectly.org. And you want to go there. You want to look at what um, Ashley is, you know, what she's doing. Um, now tell me, are you the only person in this organization or do you have partners? Um, how many people are, you know, fly out with you to the different organizations? Tell me about the organization imperfectly itself. Girl, I could not do this on my own. Not <laughs> at all. Not the least little bit. I have to, my, the credit is all due to my incredibly talented, brilliant, supportive board of directors. They are amazing. I have eight women. They are spread across the country and they, they keep me grounded. I am yeah. a creative. And so I've got my, I've got things flooding my mind yes. coming at me a million miles a minute. And I'm like, Whoa, Oh, Oh, I got this one. This one. What about this idea? What about that one? And they're like, right. Ash, one, one thing at a time, let's hone yeah. this in. And yeah. so they have helped me build this organization from the ground up. I mean, I have pictures on my phone starting from when we had a, a bottle of champagne and we, we wrote the mission of what this organization will look like. Yeah. And while, while it's evolved, the core and the root and the values of this organization have remained. You know, I've got to tell you this one story too. When I was born, Anita, I was born with severe hypoglycemia and uh, I had major pancreatic surgery at three months old. Mm. Four. I was one of four survivors Oh, wow. In the United States, four, yeah. four survivors, because they did not have this kind of disease and they did mm. not know what they were doing. They removed 90% of my pancreas. You know, pancreas is like, it's an yeah. organ. You, you got to have it. Right. And people who get pancreatic cancer, gone quick, because it's, yeah. such an, it's such an important organ in our body. But I had 90% of my pancreas removed. I've lived with this huge scar on my stomach my entire life, which people t- teased me growing up, it, which also built strength and character. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know it. I didn't like it then, but I, I remembered, I remember growing up and just being like, God, why, why do I have to have, be the girl that looks like she has two belly buttons or a permanent fat roll on a stick figure? These were the things that people said to me and it hurt yeah. my feelings, it hurt my heart. And when I was at the bottom and I'd been fired twice and I was just crying out to God, I'm like, God, what is it that you want me to do? What is my purpose? What, where am I supposed to be in this life? Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to fulfill uh, your your wishes for me. He was like, you know, Ash, I left a, a scar and a mark on your belly. I knew you'd be hard headed. I knew you'd be hard to hard hard to listen and, and get your attention. But I left a mark on you because you too will leave your mark on this world in the best way possible. Wow. And so I had this scar on my stomach and it is my mm-hmm. second chance at life. Mm-hmm. And he said, give people life. Give people life as wow. I have given you give people life. And I was like, well, well, God, you know, I, I wake up in the morning sometimes and still see negative $22 in the bank account when it comes to yeah. nonprofit. When, how am I supposed to make this nonprofit profitable and keep going? He was like, define success. And I said, well, I can't do that. Only you can. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Love my people. Love my people. That is your definition of success. And that mm-hmm. has been my value for this organization from day one. Love my people. Mm-hmm. You will be successful if you love my people. Wow. And so, Anita, every day I make that decision to love my people. My board loves me. Mm-hmm. I love my people. And he brings me more people to love and mm. fill. And I will leave my mark on this world by giving them the gift of life and a voice 
yes. live with courage and confidence. That is beautiful. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh my goodness. Three, I can't imagine three months, three months and, and having only, so you've been functioning all these years with only 10% of your pancreas. Supposedly the pancreas can regenerate, but we don't know how much it does. Yeah. Pancreas is beta cells and alpha cells. And in the early eighties, they didn't know how much they were taken or which cells they were taken and how much right. insulin it would produce. And they assumed I would be a, a diabetic by the time I was an early teenager because yeah. the insulin production would no longer be able to keep up but so mm-hmm. far so good not oh. good I'm still a healthy little little girl yes <laughs> there you go well look at God right got it yeah. you're you're on a mission so yeah. yeah amazing well Ashley it has been so wonderful having you here on the podcast I'm so grateful to Alicia for introducing us. And I now have another phenomenal woman to add to the club. Ditto, sister. (laughs) So grateful to have you here. So do me a favor and let everyone know um, as we wrap up how they can uh, get in touch with you, where they can find you on social media, anything that you have coming up that we can support you on. Um, Yeah. So just go ahead and share with our listeners. Thank you. If you have an organization where you're looking for a partnered learning and development program that is not just one day, but for three, six, nine, 12 months, where you're going to make an impact not only internally, but externally as well, I'd love to get in touch with you. If you are a woman who just wants accountability to build your self-confidence, join us free every Friday for our Shine On Spotlights. It is an Eventbrite link, which you will have through the notes in this organization, or you can visit our website and sign up that way as well, which is www.m, as in maryperfectly.org. Visit us there. And if you feel ever so kind to make a donation to the organization just because you believe in the mission and what we're doing, I'd be ever so grateful. There's no amount too, too big or too small. Every bit is very much appreciated. But thank you so much for being a listener, most importantly, take from this that you are worthy of love and time and communication is a great tool when you can use it effectively and and give a little magic back into this world. It's pretty powerful. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And, And everything that Ashley just shared with you, we are going to have in the show notes. So if you happen to be listening now and driving, make sure that you click on that link to go to the show notes to get all of Ashley's contact information. Join us on a Friday for a wonderful opportunity to learn how to speak your truth and to stand in your truth and how to share that with others. I am Anita Charlo, your host, and this has been another episode of Candid Conversations with Phenomenal Women. See you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.